Every sports story that matters, join for just $1 a month. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save for this crazy, crazy deal that we have at The Athletic right now. Go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source. It's just a dollar a month. You can read all about this upcoming Stanley Cup final. We just passed a million subscribers at The Athletic, and if you're not one of them, what are you waiting for? Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source, you can receive an all-access subscription for just a buck a month. I'm about to go to Starbucks and spend about three and a half times that for a venti americano. Sports are back, and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams like the Minnesota Wild, who just seems to be trading everybody lately. So go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source. Receive an all-access subscription for just a buck a month. We hope to see you there. Late night Midnight on the interstate I didn't feel so great until I saw the city. Welcome back to Straight from the Source. A long break since our last Straight from the Source, but we have a uh, uh, an emergency edition here. It's been a very, very busy week with the Minnesota Wild. In fact, let me look at my phone, make sure that nothing else is about to break because our Pierre Lebrun uh, just tweeted something. But no, it's about Bill Armstrong verbally committing to be the Coyotes GM, the uh, former St. Louis Blues assistant GM. This is Michael Russo again. Welcome back. It's been a busy week the, with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, last Friday, uh, I was I was down in Atlanta. About an hour before the Nick Bukestad trade, I, I got a little scoop that, that that might be coming. I was able to run back to my hotel and uh, get working on that, and we were able to break the story uh, here at The Athletic. Uh, the Jonas Brodeen seven-year, $42 million deal extension, uh, that again, uh, we've been reporting that, that it's quietly felt like Matt Dumbo was being uh, shopped in the NHL by uh, Bill Guerin, which gave all the indication that the Jonas Burdeen contract extension was coming, and indeed it did. And now all of a sudden, lots of rumors out there about Matt Dumba, and it makes a lot of sense because obviously uh, Brodeen, Suter, and Spurgeon all have no-move clauses, and Dumba could be the piece that gets the wild and upgrade at center. And then last night, the stunner of the night, Eric Stahl traded straight up to the Buffalo Sabres for Marcus Johansson. The key here is, so this trade happened on Wednesday night, on late Tuesday was the deadline under this current memo of understanding because of the pandemic, all players with modified no trade clauses had to submit their new versions or could submit their new versions of their list by Tuesday. And Eric Stahl was one of those people. He was on the golf course with a bunch of teammates. He hadn't done it. He ran home, got on the phone with his agent and resubmitted his list. And what I'm told is that list had a lot of the teams that he knew for a fact had been calling both Paul Fenton and Bill Guerin the last couple of years interested in in um, in him. So he actually had a lot of playoff contenders on that team. What he didn't have on that team was the Buffalo Sabres. And so he was absolutely blindsided that 24 hours after submitting a list that didn't have the Sabres on it, next thing you know, he was a Buffalo Sabre. And his phone absolutely blew up yesterday. And uh, he is now a Buffalo Sabre. Um, there has been a lot of uh, scuttlebutt out there, like, will Eric Stahl retire? I just don't see that that would happen. Um, he has... You know, the interesting thing is when he signed in Minnesota a couple years ago, 
He did so at below market value, and he did so because he didn't want to go anywhere. And one of the things he told Paul Fenton is that I'll retire sooner than play somewhere else. And so Paul Fenton was able to get him at a pretty uh, bargain deal, especially after two years before having 42 goals. And and now all of a sudden, um, you know, because that story is out there, there's people that think that Billy that that Stahl would would retire. I don't think he would. I think it's uh, I think he's blindsided by this, but it's uh, very much out of his character to just um, up and retire. And the other thing here is that Kevin Adams is the GM of the Buffalo Sabres now. And Kevin Adams, uh, I covered him in Florida. He's an absolutely stupendous dude. And he played with Eric Stahl on those early Carolina Hurricanes uh, teams. Uh, Kevin Adams was traded to Carolina from uh, the Florida Panthers, and uh, he won a Stanley Cup with Eric Stahl. I just cannot imagine that uh, Kevin Adams was at least able to sell um, Eric Stahl yesterday on going to uh, the Buffalo Sabres. So I think that he'll go. Uh, Hopefully at some point here we'll talk to Eric Stahl. In about uh, 25 minutes, I'll be talking to Marcus Johansson via Zoom from Sweden. Um, He's going to be the first number 90 in Minnesota Wild history. Comes again from the Buffalo Sabres a year after having a great playoff playing left wing for the Boston Bruins. He played for the Washington Capitals, uh, had some good years there, played for the New Jersey Devils. The big thing here is that the Buffalo Sabres tried to force feed him at number two center for the uh, for the Sabres last year between Jeff Skinner and Sabotka. And it just did not work well. Well, shockingly, uh, Bill Guerin makes it very clear uh, that his goal is to have him also play center in Minnesota. Well, three teams have concluded that he's not a center. So we'll see what happens with the Minnesota Wild if if Marcus Johansson can actually come in here and play center. Um, I'm sure he's going to feel comfortable on this team. Uh, This team is almost Team Sweden. He actually lives in Karlstad, Sweden during the offseasons. That's where Jonas Berdeen and Jules Eriksson Ek live. Uh, He's good friends with them. He skates with them every single day. So I guarantee you when we talk to Johansson here in 20 minutes, he'll say that he's uh, very, very excited. And a little breaking news for you, uh, not really uh, trade related, but I want to let everybody know um, that Billy Guerin will be my guest next, uh, let's just say on September 24th, because I don't know exactly what day that is. I believe it's next Thursday. Um, He'll be my guest during a live Zoom. He's doing a Ask Russo live Q&A right here on the Athletic website. It's Thursday, September 24th at 11 a.m. You could submit any of your questions uh, that you have on the Minnesota's Wilds offseason outlook for Billy Guerin and uh, myself to answer live on the chat. You could do that on the athletic website. We'll be putting that up here at some point next week. And you could sign up for the Zoom event by looking for registration information on the Athletic NHL Twitter account and the Minnesota Wild Twitter account starting today. And these posts should be live later today. Um, So, again, if you want to hear from Bill Guerin and be part of this uh, pretty special Zoom that he's willing to do in the middle of a very uh, busy offseason, just go to the Athletic Twitter account. Um, the NHL Twitter account, the athletic.com slash uh, twitter.com slash the athletic NHL or the Minnesota Wild Twitter account. You can sign up for the Zoom there. And again, it's September 24th at 11 a.m. Um, I have a ton of Twitter questions, but first, uh, let's take a pause for, uh, and a word from one of our sponsors. Hey, this is Craig Custance with The Athletic. My family has, I would say, a healthy obsession with water and water bottles. And we all have our own personal, like, giant thing of water that we carry around. My daughter has a, you know, one of those daily planners, and it has check marks for how much water they're drinking. Because we know when you don't get enough water and you're dehydrated, you feel lethargic, you don't feel good. It makes a big difference in your day. And with Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way 
to stay hydrated. We're big fans of liquid IV in our family. When you drink liquid IV, you have more energetic workouts, you sleep better, but it's better for your immunity, which is super important right now. You just have more energy. So liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code athletic at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code ATHLETIC. Back here on Straight from the Source with Michael Russo. Again, I have a ton of Twitter questions, but I do have only about 20 minutes left in the podcast just because I have to get to this Marcus Johansson Zoom. Um, So let's get started, and I'll try to do it in rapid-fire succession here. Let's see. Mike uh, Koenig asks, Dumba is an offensive threat. His defense is lower caliber, but uh, but right-handed defensemen with disability are highly sought after. I feel one day he will be a Brent Bird, so if we don't trade him, can we expect a Brock Besser caliber player in return? You know, look, I think when I look at the Wilds depth chart right now, I see their number one center is Marcus Johansson, a guy who couldn't even play number two center next to Jeff Skinner last year. I see their number two center is Nick Bukestead, a guy that has played wing for most of his uh, last couple years in the NHL. Then I see Yule Eriksson-Eck. I see Victor Rask, and I see Nico Sturm. The Wild needs centers. Um, I Brock Besser is Brock Besser. God knows I love him. I'm the, I'm the uh, exclusive Brock Besser beat writer at The Athletic. But the Wild are saturated wingers. They have, they have right now, they have Caprisa Fiala on the top pair. You have top uh, line. You have Parisi and Zuccarello on the second line. You have Greenway and Cunning on your third line. And you have Felino and Hartman on your fourth line. And I'm not even including Ryan Donato. Now, obviously, Brock Besser, the Wild, would have all the time in the world for it. But what they don't have are centers. For 20 years, they haven't had a number one center. So to me, Matt Dumba is that chip. I, If I'm Billy Guerin, I don't. Unless it's like for some crazy 50-goal scorer like Patrick Liney, I just don't go for the winger. I, I think that, that Matt Dumba, unless you're drafting and developing, which, as we all know, takes a while, I, I, to me, you got to get a center with Matt, Matt Dumba. So I, I just I, I love Besser, but I just don't see a fit with the Vancouver Canucks right now. And I you know, don't think Jim Benning is trading Elias Pettersson or Bo Horvat to the Minnesota Wild. Um, Rick Denzer asks, lots of talk about centers and Dumba in the blue line, but have you heard about the goaltender situation or is it too early to know? Um, actually, it's not. And you know, next Thursday, if you come on the Zoom, I will ask Billy Guerin point blank about the goaltending situation because the next day, starting on September 25th, is is the opening of the first buyout window in the NHL. And as I've written before, Devin Dubnik is a buyout candidate. What I can tell you is that everything I'm hearing from inside the organization is that Billy Guerin has no desire or willingness to buy out Devin Dubnik. So right now, Devin Dubnik, um, from what I understand, will be back with the Minnesota Wild unless he could be traded. And on Tuesday, just like Eric Stahl, uh, Devin Dubnik had to give a list of 19 teams that he would not be willing or that he would be willing to be traded to. For a goalie, it's very easy to manipulate that list because Devin Dubnik knows right away, well, the Tampa Bay Lightning don't need a number one goalie and the Montreal Canadiens don't need a number one goalie. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, the Dallas Stars probably don't need a number one goalie and and, and things like that. So um, I, it's e- easy to manipulate that. But right now, unless Devin Dubnik is traded, he will be back. And so that from that point now, is Kakinen on the team? Is Stalock on the team? Do they go with three goalies next year? Do they trade Stalock? Do they put one? 
one of them in the minors? Um, that is the big question. But the one thing that we do know is that Billy Guerin does want to upgrade the goaltending situation. But the way it works, if Devin Dubnik is not traded or bought out, it might have to come from an internal improvement. Um, Anthony Sakura whose uh, Twitter name is Mr. Big Pants, asks, is something else in the works involving a left wing? Did we trade stall for hockey reasons or did Garen think he was part of the complacency problem? Um, no, on that. Um, what I think here is that Billy Guerin wanted to get younger. I think he wanted to get much faster. I think he felt that Eric Stahl, especially after the All-Star break, and as we've seen over the years when he tires, he gets slow on the ice. I think he felt that he was going to slow, and in his last year of his contract, it was only going to get slower. So that is the reason why he did it. I really do think that, that Billy Guerin just looked at this as a hockey trade. Uh, one guy in the last year of his deal going for another guy in the last year of his deal, and maybe they can get something out of Johansson. And at a minimum, if he can't get his number one center this offseason, he opens up spots uh, in the lineup to go after a number one center next offseason. So that's the big reason. Um, in, in, turn, in terms of something else in the works involving a left wing, I, I don't see why. I mean, the Wild have a bunch of left wings right now, so I don't think that is the uh, the thing. Uh, Jack Smits asks, is, is it possible Billy Gurren just thought Stahl was done and next year would be worse? There were more plays this year that looked like the hands just weren't there anymore. Um, you know, I think that's fair. I, I think that's exactly what happened here is is, uh, is that, the, that Billy just thought that, that – that Eric was on the decline. James Polkowski, my buddy, severance guy, asks, do you believe Johansson will be the number two center at the start of uh, the season? I personally do. I just can't see the Wild being willing uh, to go into next season with Johansson and Bukestad as their top two centers. I think that right now, when Wild fans freak out later today, when I post my depth chart of the Minnesota Wild and they see Marcus Johansson as the number one center of this team, they're going to freak. But I do think that a lot will change by the time that next season starts and and uh, and that Marcus, at a minimum, will go back down to number two center and that the Wild will hopefully um, get a number one center. Uh, also, Severance Guy asks, listening to NHL Network and TSN today, and it was reported Winnipeg and Vancouver had interest in Dumba. Are you aware of any other teams that have contacted Billy Guerin? Yes. Um, the one team I wouldn't sleep on is the Calgary Flames. I really don't think uh, that that team should, that anybody should discount them. I just look at their lineup, and it works. Like, I, I look at Hamanic, I think is gone for sure. I think he'll be going to the Winnipeg Jets. Brody is going to probably price himself out. So right now they have two right-shot defensemen that are UFA and are probably leaving. And I just think the salaries work, that they could add a Matt Dumba at $6 million. So what could you do? Could you line up Elias Lindholm, Sam Bennett, Michael Backlund down the middle and maybe spare a Sean Monahan? Sean Monahan is 25 years old. He is, I believe, six foot three. He's a year off an 82 point season. Now he also has a modified no trade clause, and the one thing I haven't figured out is that on Tuesday did he list the Minnesota Wild on that? Um, obviously, the rumors were out there that potentially the Wild need a number one center. If he doesn't want to be traded from the Calgary Flames, the way to stop that from happening is uh, any smart agent would do, and he's got a very smart agency in Newport, is they'd put the Minnesota Wild on there if he wants to protect himself. So the one thing I don't know is, is Sean Monahan's on there. Now, if Sean Monahan has listed the Minnesota Wild in his known trade list, could Sam Bennett interest the Wild? I don't think he's the number one center, but he's feisty as hell. He's the type of guy that could help. Um, but again, I, I then I don't know if a Matt Dumba trade works with the Calgary Flames. 
Other teams that I look at their team and they need right shots are the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have Muzzin and Morgan Riley on the left side. What they don't have is really good right side guys, but I don't know if a trade works. I don't see a number one center there, and they're not trading uh, Austin Matthews or Marner, or Marner's really not a a center, but I don't see them trading John Tavares or Austin Matthews, and as we all know a gazillion times, everybody seems to think William Nylander is a wing, not a center. Um, So I don't know if that fits. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning to me is interesting because there is no doubt there's been talk between the Lightning and the Wild all year about multiple players. I believe they're the team that wanted Miko Koivu at the deadline. I know in the past they've wanted Yule Eriksson Ek. Um, Now could, when I look at their team, uh, you know, obviously they're, they're, uh, you know, a heck of a team potentially go into the Stanley Cup final, but what they don't have going into next year are really right shot defenseman. Uh, Chernak is the only one under contract, and he's really not under contract. He's an RFA. They've got Sergachev, Chernak, and Sorelli as restricted free agents. they got a $5 million in cap space. How the heck do they afford all these guys? I know that Julian Brisebois is going to do everything in his humanly possible uh, in his power to re-sign Anthony Sorelli, but if a guy like Tyler Johnson doesn't waive his no-trade clause. Can they sign Sorelli at the money that he's going to want, or will he just take a one-year cheap deal to try to uh, buy some time? So, you know, that's one thing that's interesting is could the Wild try to pilfer a guy like Sorelli out of Tampa? I think it's unlikely, but that would make um, a lot of sense. Um, let me again take a break here. Uh, we have another uh, word from one of our sponsors. Hey, this is Craig Customs with The Athletic. Maybe you were blessed with a body that you can just pull clothes off the rack and they fit perfectly. But if you're anything like me and every shirt I buy, the arms are too long. Every pair of pants I buy, the legs are too long. I don't have the time or the money really to go and get everything I um, everything I buy tailored perfectly. So I end up looking like a frumpy sports writer half the time, which isn't great. And I wish it wasn't the case. But the times when I do take the time to buy the things that fit right, you just feel better, right? You're, you're confident. You walk into a room. You don't feel like you're wearing your dad's clothes because the, the sleeves are, are down over your hands. It, it just makes you feel better about yourself, and you end up doing a better job at whatever it is you're doing. And that's what makes Indochino so great. Indochino suits are great for wedding and for work, and they offer a lot of casual options like shirts, coats, and chinos. And right now, honestly, like that's what I find myself most attracted to. Like I, I recently made a purchase there. Even if like 80% of the press conferences or whatever I'm doing in Zoom you still want to look good. You still want to be professional. You still want things to fit and feel good about yourself. And the way it works is I booked a, some time with a virtual style consultation and took it step by step. And I was even able to personalize it. Uh, the dress shirt threw my initials on there. From the stitching to the collar to what kind of material you want on the inside flap. There's so many ways to personalize it. So with Indochino, you get custom fitted suits, coats, and casual wear at surprisingly affordable prices. And if you are getting married, Indochino is an absolute no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget the -the off-the-rack suits that don't fit different body types. Indochino gives everybody a tailored fit. You order with ease, you get it shipped fast no matter where you live, and with all the ways to customize, you can add a personal touch everyone will be proud to wear without emptying their pockets. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Visit one of Indochino's showrooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now you'll get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more when you enter the code CRAIG. 
C-R-A-I-G, at checkout. That's Indochino.com, promo code CRAIG, to get $30 off any purchase of $3.99 or more. Check it out. I highly encourage you. You'll feel good about yourself. I promise. This is Michael Russo again, back on Straight from the Source. Uh, hope you're enjoying The Athletic. Remember, we got the dollar a month uh, promo going on right now. You go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source. Um, not only do we have articles, but we have tons and tons of podcasts. Calgary Flames head coach Jeff Ward joined Scott Burnside and Pierre Lebron this week on Two Man Advantage at The Athletic. And this is awesome. Screenwriter Chris Jones, formerly the Esquire, the National Post, and ESPN, is Craig Custance's guest this week on the Full 60 at The Athletic. And I've met Chris Jones once in my life. He's one of my uh, favorite writers. And I actually drove him once. This has got to be... Man, 20 years ago, I drove him from Montreal to Ottawa because he was working on a Pavel Bure uh, profile for Esquire. And Bure, as you know, is a fascinating guy. He was working on this profile. He was driving with me to Ottawa. And this is fresh off. Like in between him doing Bure, he did like a George Clooney profile. And he did a profile, I think, on Bill Clinton. So uh, uh, I highly recommend listening to Chris Jones on Craig Custance's podcast this week at The Athletic. Again, a dollar a month if you want to subscribe. And you can also listen anywhere you get your podcasts. And again, next uh, next Thursday, the 24th, 11 a.m., Bill Guerin will be joining me on Zoom on an Ask Russo Live. Uh, look to sign up for that Zoom on the Athletic NHL Twitter account or the Minnesota Wild Twitter account. And you can go to theathletic.com slash wild next week and put in questions, too, for Billy Guerin as well. Uh, Jason Husong asks, will the Wild go after Flower? Also, Brodeen's deal means they trade Dumbo would, would be the realistic return. We've talked a lot about that. Um, I don't see a fit for Flower. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, unless, uh, you know, I'm sure Vegas would uh, would retain money. Uh, but again, as I just mentioned with the goaltending situation, if Dubnik's not being bought out and can't be traded and you want to promote Kakinen, you know, uh, you know, I don't know how much uh, it makes sense, but I'm sure that Billy Guerin loves Flower. Uh, we'll see. Um, you know, I don't want to speculate too much on that one because I don't know. What I can tell you is Lee asks, uh, will they get Matt Murray? That one I can tell you is not happening. I have uh, a lot of sources, and I don't think the Wild are interested at all in Matt Murray. Um, Aaron Heckman asks, uh, any updates on the goalie situation? I just uh, answered that. Um, how much do you think the Wild can afford to give Marcus Foligno since Kaprizov and Fiala will need big extensions. You know, that's pretty interesting because, again, if you're going to extend Felino, I think that he's going to want in the three, three and a half million dollar range. I think anything too more, too much more would be um, a little too rich. So that would be the max that I think can happen. And I don't know if the Wild could do that now because they don't know who that number one center is going to be and how much that is going to cost. Um, it will be interesting. If all of a sudden Marcus Felino gets an extension before the year, that could be an indication that he will be the next captain of the Wild. Um, because, again, as I've reported over and over again, Miko Koivu has been told by Bill Guerin he's not coming back to the Wild. Right now, Miko hasn't announced that Billy Guerin won't comment on it, but um, I stand by my sources there that Miko will not be back uh, with the Minnesota Wild. And um, if Marcus doesn't get that extension, there's two other. There's another option. Maybe you give it to Jared Spurgeon, who has got the new seven-year new uh, contract kicking in next year. Um, I think he'd be a great candidate. Or maybe the Wild decide to hold off and wait until some uh, to decide on their new uh, captaincy, the second full-time captain in Wild history. Uh, Dylan Hedlund has a great question. Do you think Brodeen and Dumba had been talking to each other through all, out, throughout all of this? Them being good friends and all, I would guess they want to play together as long as possible. It's a, it's a real interesting question, Dylan, because 
because I'm sure they've been talking because they are best buddies. But I think that both of them know that this is a business. And Matt Dumba's no idiot. He's got to know that if Jonas Bardem is going to sign a new seven-year deal, this wasn't a surprise to him that he would be the obvious guy that would be on the trading block because Spurgeon, Suter, and Bardem now have no move clauses. So um, I genuinely believe that Matt Dumba is extremely happy for his buddy Matt uh, Jonas Bardem. But I also think that Jonas Bardem knew that the second he signed that, he probably just uh, signed the walking papers eventually for Matt Dumba. Now, Matt Dumba does not have to be traded this offseason. He could absolutely be traded um, next offseason before the expansion draft or the Wild could just protect eight skaters. So, um, you know, unless Billy Garrett gets what he wants, I wouldn't move him. I don't think you have to force it. Uh, Drew asked, you mentioned more than once that Parisi would waive his no-movement clause to get out of here. Unless I missed it, why are people freaking out about Eric Stahl and not Parisi wanting to leave? You know, the one thing I'll say about Parisi, he's willing to waive his no-move for the right situation. He's not just going to go anywhere. And the New York Islanders is a team that I think is close to his heart. And I think that if he could make it work there because of the respect level that he has for the mutual respect that he and Lou Lamorello have for each other, I think he'd be willing to go there. Uh, Joseph asks, uh, should we expect movement of any of the older wings, Zuccarello or Parisi? this offseason by Billy G created uh, a logjam on the outside. Um, you know, uh, maybe Zach, but I, I don't know how you get out of, out of Zuccarello's contract. I, I don't know how. He's got a no move before expansion. He's got $6 million a year in salary. Um, it just doesn't seem like uh, there's a way out of that one. Uh, what they got to hope is that, that Matt's just had a slow start to his wild career and that his second year here is just going to go better than the first. Um, Kevin Sippy asks, uh, you said in your article, this guys like uh, Greenway, Cunning, and Donato are all untouchable, but it seems like a lot of talks, which I think you're misreading that. I've, I definitely did not write that Greenway, Cunning, and Donato are all untouchable. I think what you misread is that I said there were a few untouchables of the team, even Zach Parisi or the three guys you mentioned. So, um, uh, but I will immediately after this podcast reread my story to make sure there wasn't a typo, but I definitely didn't write that they were untouchable. They're very, very, very touchable. Uh, ben Hurdle asked, do you see Broads getting more power play time if Dumba uh, were to be traded? If so, do you see that uh, that as a way to unlock offensive potential to seem uh, that seems to be there, just not utilized? I agree that he gets no power play time, and maybe that's why he's never been a 30-point guy. Um, but Suter's still going to be on the power play point. Spurgeon's still going to be on the power play point. Um, Hunt is going to be on the power play point. And, you know, when I look at the Wild, I actually think that if you're going to have a uh, Parisi on a number one power play if he's not traded— Kaprizov on the number one power play if he's not traded, or obviously he's not getting traded, and Fiala on the number one power play, and probably Johansson, man in the middle, you might need to put a guy um, at the uh, forward at the point. And if that's the case, uh, Brodeen might not get more power play time, but we'll see. I I think Brodeen is what he is offensively. I do think on a better team, um, as Anthony LaPanta tweeted the other day, on a team that scored more off the rush, uh, Brodeen would get more points on another team. Um, let's see, let me, I got about five minutes left in this podcast. Let me just try to run through some of this. Um, how many stories do you have prepared outlines so you could quickly add details and publish when a trade breaks? Um, I guess you had the dump, you've had the dumbest story ready for some time, if not even for seasons that you've updated near the trade headline. I do that for some people when I know they're going to get traded, like, you know, Koivu retirement, uh, um, um, you know, what I like is hope, hopefully getting a little heads up, but you know, yes, uh, for mostly for coaches and GMs, I usually have those pre-written like that Fenton, uh, story that I ran the second that he was, that I found out he was fired last year and was able to break it. 
Um, you know, that thing was, I had started getting word all summer that he was on thin ice. So during my downtime, I just started writing stuff like that. So um, I do do that sometimes. Um, Jay asks, uh, do you think the NHL HL season up in the air? There's actually a better reason than usual for players wanting to take the next step to go play in the KHL since the KHL is going ahead and they'll get games, practices, and experience that it won't get there. I mean, I definitely think that's the reason why Hovanoff and uh, Ladnia went. Um, Manel, I think that was probably a little short-sighted, especially if Dumb is going to be traded and Patteron's going to be hurt. Now, all of a sudden, he actually is pretty high up on the depth chart and could regret the fact that he made the decision to go to the KHL this year, even though he's gotten off a great start there. Um, I am doing a story. I've talked to Adam Beckman. I talked to Hunter Jones, and I talked to Louis Belpedio in the last couple days, and tonight Matt Boldy's calling me, and I'm doing a story on what all the Wilds prospects are doing right now, or, or different prospects at different levels, and how stressful a situation this is, not having sort of a start date to strive for and a place to play. Um, so I'd, uh, originally that story was going to run Friday. It'll now uh, run at some point um, next week. Uh, Joe Bully asks, now that Stahl has been traded, who remains a decent trade ship for Garen, not named Matt Dumba? Uh, maybe Jordan Greenway. He's somebody that, that on this very podcast, Garen said he was not happy with last year. Um, maybe that's somebody um, uh, that, uh, that, that could be uh, potentially um, on the move. Justin Siv, I'm just going through some of these Twitter questions. If there's no college hockey, chances we see Matt Boldy in Iowa or with the big club. I, I doubt it at 19 years old, but I wouldn't talk to Boldy tonight, and I'll ask him. I'm also talking to Brad Bombardier, their pl- director of player development today. I will ask him that question for you, and that'll be in next week's story. Um, Russo's coffee guy. Uh, do you think the Wild legitimately view Johansson as a center, or do they have bigger plans? I think they have bigger plans, and he, uh, and Billy Guerin thinks he's a center. So uh, when I look at that move, I think Johansson, he genuinely thinks he's going to play center. And I think that right now, even though Bukestead, I'm going to plug into second line left wing. I think that he looks at Bukestead as potentially being a winger. And Bukestead has played mostly wing lately in his NHL career since he led left the University of uh, Minnesota. Michael Anderson asks, is this Chaw trade most about challenging Eck or Cunnan to take that next step at center? Um, maybe Eck, Cunnan right now uh, is plugged in at right wing, according to, I believe, their uh, their depth chart. Um, Kevin asks, was the stall trade part of a bigger move coming? I think yes. Um, maybe creasing the wheels for another trade with the Sabres. If you're talking Jack Eichel, no. Uh, Severance guy, uh, was stall part of the country club issue? You know, that's a great question to actually wrap up the show on. Um, and I feel bad because I have a ton of other Twitter questions, but I am doing another podcast on the Talk North Network tomorrow, so maybe I'll save some of these questions for that. Um, I think, you know, and I might have said this at the beginning of the podcast. I definitely said it on a radio show today. Um, I think that Billy Guerin looks at the Wild as a country club. I think he looks at the Wild as there are certain veterans that don't want to go anywhere. And I think that Eric Stahl is one of those people. I think Mikko Koiv is one of those people. I think Ryan Suter is one of those people. And Zach Parisi is one of those people. And I think that Eric, Billy Guerin is trying to shake up that locker room. I think he's trying to make changes. And, um, you know, Eric Stahl is a great human being, a great leader, fiery, a pro's pro. But there's no doubt that he wanted to go nowhere. That's why his no trade list had a bunch of playoff teams that he knew was coming after him. He wanted to stay in Minnesota. And I think that Billy feels that there's a lot of players on the wild that just love living in Minnesota, love the lifestyle, want to raise their kids here and don't want to go anywhere. And and so that is, I think, what he was trying to do. That's nothing against Eric Stahl. He came to play every single day. Nobody loves this game more than Eric Stahl. But I do think that this was a, an attention grabber. 
And I think that it was easy to, to move a guy on a cheap contract that Kevin Adams has a lot of respect for. And so that um, is the big reason for it. But again, I don't want to, I don't, this is no slight against Eric Stahl. Um, but I do think that that's a great question to end by. I feel terrible. Um, I could go an hour longer. I got a ton of Twitter questions. I'll try to answer some of these uh, tomorrow on my show with Anthony LaPanta. Um, but that is it for this emergency edition of Straight from the Source. Check out our comment section for each podcast episode of the Athletic app and rate and subscribe to Straight from the Source on Apple. If you aren't a subscriber to the Athletic, subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity reporting and storytelling that sets the Athletic apart. If you go to theathletic.com slash straight from the source, you can receive an all-access subscription for just a dollar a month. And remember, next Thursday, 11 a.m. on Zoom, Ask Russo, Billy Guerin Live. Uh, you can sign up on the Athletic NHL Twitter account later today, the Minnesota Wild Twitter account for the Zoom. It's free for anybody. And to ask questions, though, for that Zoom, you will have to go to the Athletic app or theathletic.com next week, and we will have that on the Wild page. This is Michael Russo, and talk to you next week with Billy Guerin. Billy Guerin.